welcome to Authentically You podcast, the podcast that dives deep into a transformative journey of self-discovery, self-acceptance, and self-expression. I'm your host, Kirsty Hankin, and I'm here to guide you on a path towards embracing your true, unapologetic, authentic self. In this podcast, we'll embark on a quest to uncover the secrets to breaking free from societal expectations, shredding the masks we wear, and stepping into our own power. Each episode will explore the questions and challenges that our listeners face on their personal journeys, providing practical insights and heartfelt advice. But it doesn't stop there. Authentically You podcast goes beyond just answering your questions. We're here to introduce you to a diverse lineup of incredibly knowledgeable professionals who will share their expertise, wisdom, and experiences. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews that will inspire and empower you. This is Authentically You podcast, unleashing life on your own terms. I'm Kirsty Hankin, and together, let's unlock the power within and live life authentically. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. We're in this together. Welcome to Authentically You. Thank you so much for being here. We're excited for this talk we're going to have today. And on the show today, I'm excited to have the beautiful Ordelia. As an author, Ordelia had been passionately writing since the age of 10. In 2021, she achieved a significant milestone by publishing her first memoir, which she considers to be the most authentic work of her life. That experience has allowed her to delve into vulnerability and discover the true essence of authenticity in her writing. The journey of crafting her memoir spanned six transformative years during which she embarked on a profound voyage of self-discovery. That writing journey not only honed her skills as an author, but also profoundly changed her life. Through the process of putting her experiences, emotions and reflections into words, she unearthed deeper layers of her identity and explored the facets of authenticity within herself. I am so excited to have you on the show. Welcome to the show, Ordelia. Thank, thank you, you so much thank for you. being here. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's start off with, just tell us a little bit about your self-discovery journey and how you came into being authentically you. Wow, it was a long journey to be me. Uh, it started when I was really young and um, I really, really felt different and weird. And, uh, you know, growing up, I was always say, uh, people said, you know, you, you're different, you're weird, you're a dreamer, all kind of stuff like that. And so I was always uh, feeling uh, different and I wanted to be like everyone else, just not like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me a lot of time to just realize uh, realize that I need to be me and it was scary it was hard but we did it and I think it was really really worth it 
Brilliant, brilliant. So how did you get started? Like when did you when did you really know that you needed to start really delving in? Uh, I think, um, yeah, I think it's started really young, uh, but I didn't have the time or the understanding I have now, you know, and uh, or six years ago. Um, and I think I was really sad and I, re- I was really, I was adopted when I was a kid <laughs> and discovering my adoption when I was young, my, my parent keep the adoption. I, I need to explain a little bit more of my, uh, maybe yeah, background. So when I was a kid, I was adopted in Paris, France, where <laughs> I was born. And so my parent keep that, kept that a secret. But one day I discovered it, and some people asked me, "You never felt adopted? Uh, you didn't? You didn't realize?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> it's not something you know. It's yeah. just oh, I felt adopted. I'm feeling adopted today, you know." <laughs> uh, so no, I didn't. So one day I really realized and really I know, you know, it just boom on my on my life, and I think that day I just get lost even more and lonely even more and um and after long uh, I was I was really young I was a teenager yeah uh it was a really you know a difficult time because being a teenager and yeah (laughs) yeah, and being a lonely and being I think that's why actually I started writing when I was 10 yeah. I was really into my writing and reading all all the time. So it was my uh, my my world, my place, my safe place. Mm, anyway, when I discovered that, it was really messy. <laughs> I was really lost. Uh, I I went through a lot of bad bad thing. I I can share if you want. I don't I don't mind because I actually put everything in my books. Even yeah, some people say, do. "Oh my gosh." Please do it, it might resonate with somebody. Yeah. Uh, what? Sorry. Yeah. Please do it. We'll probably resonate with somebody. Okay. So when I discovered, uh, so I was in the doctor. I was a lot sick when I was a kid. And one day my dad took me to the doctor and the doctor asked him about my infancy and, you know, and my dad starts answering and what he say, oh, and what happened when she was a baby? And then my dad <laughs> in front of me say, oh, I don't know, we adopted her. And I'm like, what? And I, so people say, no, it's not happened like that, you know, na, 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 you know, and we told you and with this and we, but the most important for me was that it, it was kept secret, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we never we never talk about that, never ever. And when my mom was uh, always asked by people why she has blue eyes and she was I was blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes, and all my family they were with brown, they had with brown uh, hair and brown eyes, and people asked them, oh, she looked different, and my mom always lie in front of me about that. So when I was a baby, it was okay, you know, but when uh, I started growing up and I was in school and in school, we all have the uh, biology um, about the height color, you know, 
the only one we all remember by the way <laughs> you know and my mom starts actually really lying in front of me and saying no she has blue eyes but my dad has green eyes and is keeping a generation and I already know that green and blue is not the same <laughs> yeah and and living like that you know when all people have picture of pregnancy or a baby or anyway something was missing and I think I was looking for that in my books maybe in yeah. my writing mm -hmm. uh when I discovered that I run away a few years so we didn't talk about we don't talk about but you know today I know it was another generation yeah. uh it was in another country another time and uh at that time we didn't have what we have now internet or for yeah. a cell phone and all that so it was really another another time uh anyway i ran away um looking for i don't know belonging love i don't know yeah. exactly what and i find myself with a lot of bad people yeah uh i don't want to actually tell what exactly happened to me but uh because i never i i actually wrote that with my first in my first book and I shocked a lot of people, but uh, it's, it, it is what it is, you know. And like you say, it's important to share, to mm -hmm. help other people. And anyway, I came back uh, to my uh, home, to my parents' home with my ribs broken and pregnant. Um, and so my parents sent me to London to have an abortion. And they say, we need to fix your all your problem. Mm -hmm. So after that, I met another guy and I ran away again to Israel. And that guy, but I was already 20. I, I say already 20, like he's so old. <laughs> yeah. I was still Brilliant. a baby. I was still a Yeah. And uh, anyway, he was abusive and violent. Mm -hmm. And um, I repeat that a lot, you know, like, yeah. you know, I'm running away. I'm dealing with a lot of uh, bad stuff and I'm looking for a sense of belonging. I'm looking, I'm looking and I'm looking. And one day um, I just decided I had enough. So um, I divorced uh, and after a few years of therapy... Not really therapy, but more um, women groups for uh, violence and abuse. I just decided enough. I had enough. I met my current husband, who is amazing. Yeah. And he told me, I see you. Like, not the broken you, because I was really broken. I was, like, broken. All the, all the broken, like, everything broken. And he, he saw me, he's like, I see you and I know who you are and you can get to there again. And I'm like, no way, I'm not, I cannot do that again. Like being me, I, I think I, I was never me. Actually, you know, I was always afraid to be me. I was afraid yeah. because I needed to be in certain boxes. Mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. uh anyway um i decided to dig inside and to you know and and look for me and it was super hard it was super scary started to clean up 
and yeah and i find the i find what i was looking for and i think it's the most beautiful thing i can do for myself is actually every time now i need to do something and just just look inside of you you know i'm writing a book a book right now about that i'm like just look inside of you you already have all the solution just listen you know so it was on my story in few, <laughs> in few minutes Oops. i want to ask you yeah. when your husband at the time well wasn't a husband at the time when you met your husband and he said i see you how powerful was those words to you just to see to say that i'm going to cry i'm like yeah ah wow uh first of all my husband is my soulmate like we are one so like we are one person and we are really different for 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 uh, from each other and we are always uh, and and we are not perfect yeah but when he says that i believed him you know uh i believed him i'm i'm like okay and I didn't like I believe he see me. I didn't yeah. believe I can do it, right? Yeah. I'm like, I yeah, I cried and I'm like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not good luck to me, good luck to you. <laughs> it was it was hard. Seriously, it yeah. was hard. And I think without him, I always say to people, if you want to do it and find yourself you need the help for someone yeah. at least one one person really strong or whatever you sh you need one really strong person with you don't do it alone no 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 so yeah yeah so but when, here we when, go when you said he said i see you i got shivers down my spine like i could feel how much it actually meant for you and that was sort of what you were looking for to be felt seen and be part of something or be some something and yeah. those beautiful words those three words are just so powerful aren't they yeah I say I I know who you are I see you inside I know what happening here I know I you just need to clean it to just get you know and uh, I I really believe that I don't know why maybe the society or maybe the school or maybe the parent I don't I'm not judging because actually I learned dur during my writing process I I wrote my book and I started so mad I started mm -hmm. I'm like I'm so mad and with the process I'm like okay let's let's just reflect on that what actually happened what we are doing now and i realized i was judging a lot i was really judging a lot um and also i was looking for a lot of perfection perfection is it doesn't exist even my amazing husband is not perfect i'm like oh you know what it took me a lot of time to actually understand that like my husband sharon is not perfect don't tell anyone because <laughs> it's like uh, uh yeah so i think when i learned during my my writing i learned to look inside of me and 
I understood. I I don't. I I need to stop judging people, and I need to stop uh, looking for perfection for me for other people. You know, but the important what I discover and what I'm teaching people now is like the importance of writing a story, your story, is actually to put all the event in your life into a setting. Mm-hmm into a place into a time with other character because our brain is working so strange you know it's so strange because we remember the pain we remember the regrets and we don't remember actually what really happened there like and when i when we write we cannot write a book just saying i'm mad we need to put a context. And so when you do that, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, it was it was in Paris, it was this, it was that, she says that. I'm like, oh, just a minute. You know, you can more let go and release yeah. when you're actually putting back all the setting around that. So I always say, start from the middle of your story. And people, what? Yes, start from the middle. And they say, why? I'm like, because start from the middle and <laughs> then anyway is is so is really really interesting to to do it and look uh yeah it's a really really amazing way to actually do it like there's so many different ways to work on yourself and look in but to actually put it in a memoir and it's a really the way you explained it put yourself in the in the scene and put the setting around you and remembering what actually happened and who said what and how it made you feel and then you can start working on on that feeling and was it a feeling that you should have been worried about or was it that person's problem or whatever the situation was yeah wow that's amazing Thank you. Yeah, it's actually really, it's really amazing because I think my my goal was to, I didn't know yet, but I think inside of me, inside uh, my intuition was to forgive, you know. I wanted to forgive. And actually one day I was like, I was crying and my husband, I told him, I'm done with that book. Like I'm done. I don't care. I'm done. And he say, okay, what's happening? And I'm like, I forgive everyone. I forgive my parent. I forgive my sister, my uncle. I don't care. I forgive. And he say, I think you for- you actually forget someone. I'm like, you forgot someone. I'm like, what? He say, yeah. Uh, did you forgive yourself? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why should I forgive myself? Like, you know what? My birth mom... Okay, I understand. My my uh, adoptive mom, I understand it. I'm like, no, do you forgive yourself? And I'm like, oopsie, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, uh, because I had a lot of feeling. Uh, and I don't say I was wrong or my parents were wrong. I don't know. I don't think. You know what? Because I was doing exactly what people were doing to me, putting me into boxes and with some you know, uh, stamp on our, like, I'm like, no, uh, I was doing the same. Taking my mom, uh, 
taking my mom out of her context and judging her. And when I started writing my book, my my one of my teacher during my degree, she asked me, she asked me, what about your mom? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about myself. I'm adopted. You understand? Like I was like adopted. It's me. And she said, I okay, I understand. Now what about your mom? I never thought about my mom as a woman. Yeah. I never thought about my mom as a child of someone. I never thought about my mom as a human being, <laughs> you know. And I started talking with my mom. And um, she told me a lot of stories. And of course, I can, I, I couldn't like just mom, okay, I'm writing a book about my adoption. Can you tell me everything? No, I need to, <laughs> you know, hi, mom, how are you? Uh, I'm writing something for school. <laughs> <laughs> I, it started like that long time ago. And since then she passed and I'm super sad. But I was like, mom, tell me a story. And uh, she started talk, telling me so many stories. And by the way, they are not in my book. They will be in another book. But I finally, when I just write, I was writing her story, what she told me. I was just, my teacher said, just put on a, on a, on paper mm -hmm. or on the computer, just put what she said. And when I did that, I was like, wow, my mom, she has actually feelings. She has actually, you know, all kind of stuff. So putting the people inside of the real us, it's 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 really, really hard. But it's the best way to connect. I, for me, it's the best way to connect with your true self and your true diamond. So, yeah, true diamond. I like that. So where where would you recommend someone to start on their authentic journey? Wow. <laughs> That's a big question. One, yeah, no, one lady, one, I have one lady, she uh, actually, she she asked me that uh, before a few weeks ago. Oh, you know what I did? And I, why, uh, is that what I recommend uh, people to do? But seriously, Seriously, with help of someone, right? I had my husband, and he's really strong and really, uh, but really, people just put your hand in your heart and feel, feel, feel inside. Was was really painful. One thing you would love to cream about, cry about, whatever, something unknowing. For me, it was a conversation I have with my mom when I come back with with my dad from the doctor. I don't know if it was one day after or a few years later. I don't remember. Like I have a blank in between. But I remember that conversation with my mom crying. Mm -hmm. And it was now it's so hard to think about that. I was just yelling, who I am? Like, who am I? And who are you? And what do you want? Like, you know, and what? Where is my mom? And like, you are not my mom. You are my, I, I was like going crazy. I just explode like a bomb and and I saw tears in her eyes and now it's so it was so painful when I I wrote about that I cried so much but I started with that that was my point to start digging inside of my of me of my intuition of my feeling it was the most hard place 
why do you want to write about that? Because I'm mad. Because I want to do to know who am I? Mm-hmm. And I really want to know who am I, not just because of my biologic mom, but actually I really want to know who am I? <laughs> like, you know, deeper who am I? J- not just I was born to that lady and I met her and my husband say, okay, what's going on? Everything okay? What do you feel? How do you feel? I'm like, Selfie. <laughs> <Yeah>, like, you know... <laughs> I'm happy, but I think truly was more about about really my intuition and being me. So, and when did your intuition come into play? Have you always felt intuitive, or is that something you yes. worked on? Yeah. Yes, I I was born. Uh, I was born uh, intuitive. I was born. Um, how do you say that in English? I forgot. Um, I, yeah, I I am really really intuitive, and I really um, know my body, know my I I really yeah yeah about other people too. So yeah, awesome. And how did you incorporate intuitiveness with your authentic journey? Writing. Ah, uh, with my writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what I did is actually I started just putting out everything, like I said, just putting, just writing, 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 like no worries about anything. And then my intuition came back to me and my character start, my character, my main character, she was, it's me, but I did a memoir, really strange memoir. I changed all the rules about memoir. She was another person, but she was me too. And I gave her, like, I I just follow her like my intuition. She was my intuition. And one day I remember I called my editor and I'm like, I think we have a problem. My character is doing whatever she wants in that book. (laughs) And he said, wow, it's amazing. I'm like, I don't know if it's amazing, but she's doing so yeah I kept I I follow her in the journey after a few years I just yeah I'm following you um and it was really weird because she took me to really ugly places mm-hmm. uh and I wasn't sure it was a good thing to do or not but I knew again I needed to adjust take care of me with my intuition and to listen to me and not to anyone else. And I don't, I, I did it meant to hurt people, but it was really for me. And my intuition took me to a really ugly place. Uh, and what I just, you know, I told you before with my uh, pregnancy or abortion and all that. And believe me, a lot of people judging me because of that. But you know what the difference is like, I don't really uh care anymore like i'm sorry you feel like that but it's not mine you know take your responsibility with you with your feeling but yeah i think it was really amazing to actually listen and for the second book i did it again (laughs) the second book is about my ex-husband and again i've i just keep my intuition guiding me into the process i'm like let's go girl we are going to yeah 
and using yeah. your intuition while you're writing how easy is is it for you to be to do your writing oh uh so when i started it wasn't easy but now it's like you know i'm just doing it i'm like okay go <laughs> Uh, when I started, it was really, really hard. And, you know, it's always the same. Do, should I listen to myself or my intuition or yes or no, who I am, what I, uh, same question. Like I, like that, we, but we need to start somewhere. And, and you know what? I learned self-forgiveness. And when you are, you know, what is self-forgiveness? I think it's opening a lot of opportunity to listen more to your authentic self and to your intuition because you forgive yourself already. And so I am forgiving myself for that time in my life. And when I do that and I, I'm not judging and not, uh, you know, I just, okay, release. It's okay. We are done there. We are in peace. Go move on. And then you are opening opportunity for self-love and for self-respect and when you do that you can more be connected with your intuition mm -hmm. so second time is really easier <laughs> it's, it's, it's like okay I don't say it's fun because mostly talking about my writing about my exes when mm, not fun but I needed to forgive him and to forgive myself for being in that position. You know, it's a lot of shame and it's a lot of, uh, when I was actually starting writing that book, it was on my email. It was like, I will take care of you. I will kill you. I will this. It was still, still, you know, playing that game of, and I was still afraid. I was still afraid. And, after a few minutes, I'm like, what? No, no, <laughs> like, no, stop it. You need to stop them. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But it's it's amazing. So Your book on, about your ex-husband is going to help so many people. It's obviously helped you and, um, and your forgiveness, but opening up yeah. about an abusive relationship and putting it down in words is going to relate to yeah. so many people, isn't it? Uh, I think, I think, uh, I think even so my way of doing it is a little different. Um, I just created my own, my own way of writing. And a lot of people really like, what are you doing? It's a memoir. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's my memoir. Guys, remember, it's your yes. story. It's your intuition. You do it how you want to do it. I really, that's the first lesson in creative writing with me. It's like, first of all, <laughs> forget about all the rules you learn because <laughs> so, uh, listen to your intuition but um i hope yeah i think i help a lot of people already with my first book even so people say oh my gosh it's intense i'm like yeah but i think i help a lot of people and i'm super happy okay. because i need just one person to 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 help seriously if i can help yeah. one person i did my job you know yeah and i think so. when you say doing it your own way I think it's important to really do it your own way not just in writing but in your life everything that you do do it your way it's time to step out of that box of the social 
you know, expectations that we've put ourselves in or people have put us in. And it's our time to shine and do it our own way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think more and more people are trying to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm super happy because, yeah, things are changing and it's really, really important. I, I hope it will be even more even more, you know, opportunity and intuition and good stuff. Mm-hmm. We all need that, you know, Absolutely. we all need that. And stories are connecting us because even so my story may be different from your story. I'm sure we will find something in common. Oh, and cool. then like, oh, I'm not alone in that, you know, I'm actually, wow. And it's like what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's important to share, to talk, to write and yeah. And yeah, and move away from that shame, isn't it? And embarrassment. Oh my gosh, so much shame, so much. Ju- yeah, but I think uh, I am writing a book now about that because uh, actually, uh, I'm writing about what I learn about self-forgiveness, self-love and self-respect. And, and really, really, I do that because I think so many people have, they are so ashamed and so lonely and it's heartbreaking, seriously. And like, why? Why? You are amazing. You are actually mm-hmm. Just being you, you are amazing. And just being born, you are already, mm-hmm. you know, it's a miracle. It's actually really a miracle to be born and to be. And we have one ch- one life, one chance to, like, what I'm waiting for. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Why am I not happy? For... Why am yeah. I not moving into being, like, blissfully happy and doing the things yeah, that I want to do? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, because we are waiting for... I don't know what someone, someone to tell us. Some... <laughs> yeah, someone to tell us. Yeah, we good. You good? You can go. I'm like, no, I'm not waiting anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Thank you. And again, it's not perfect, but you know, happiness is your own responsibility. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's your happiness is on you guys, not on anyone anyone else like that's what my husband said too i think i need to bring my husband to the interview (laughs) he does sound amazing yeah i I, you know what no seriously when he said that to me the first time i almost killed him and like what do you say like yeah no but seriously he's doing everything for me like i'm really 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 everything for me but like when he said that i'm like what and yeah, I, now I understand. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So. Oh, gosh. I can talk about that all day long. So, <laughs> <laughs> so self-forgiveness. Yeah. Is, as you've already said, it's a, such an important part of, you know, being your true self and moving towards being your true self. Is there another way to do it other than writing do you think can you just think about situations and say I forgive myself for that is there any other ways I'm trying to I I have a lot of ways uh, but for me for me it's really I can I can really relate to to the to the writing 
but today I'm doing it uh, all day long uh, because um, for smaller things, like, you know, because again, uh, when I forgot to do something and I'm starting to beat myself up, like, oh my gosh, you're so bad mom. You know, you forgot to bring, uh, I don't know, milk or whatever. And my, my kids need the milk. They are going to, and then I'm like, just a minute, <laughs> you know, and again, puts the incident into proportion like yes. yeah. you know are they going to die <laughs> from the milk <laughs> I don't think so and to put all the story back like in my head like I was working or I was as a dentist I was taking care of my son I was so mm -hmm. I forgot yeah. to bring milk and I'm just stop look at the mirror and stop <laughs> you know I sometimes look at the mirror, I'm like, you just stop it, girl, just now, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm I'm tough with myself sometimes. I should be more like nicer. No, but I'm I'm joking. But no, seriously, I think to put the all the concept around, like I said before, because if you think just about the milk and the kids that need the milk, you are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But when you put all the concepts around again. Mm -hmm you say, oh, it's not that bad, you know, and I can bring milk tomorrow or whatever. Uh, so what can I uh, say um, about that? I don't know. Uh, what you, are you doing? While, I, while you're thinking, I just, um, <clears throat> when you, uh, oh my gosh, it's just completely gone. When you... Yeah, mine too. I don't know where they are going, but they are gone. <laughs> we're talking about milk and what we're talking about then. Oh, the, the way that you put yourself into the scenes and the, put the scenery around. Yeah. I've never heard that before. And I think that is such a brilliant idea. Even if you're not writing, you can still do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's brilliant. You can do that with Thank you. It's my idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You see, I can say thank you. I appreciate. Before two years ago, three years ago, I will. Yeah. No, 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 no. Take you, take your brand back. I'm like, give it. You know. No, seriously, it's like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And some people say, oh my gosh, you are such an whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I, you can I, do that I, with I, just little things as well, couldn't you? When you're, like you said, when you're yeah. feeling a bit yuck or you're really hard on yourself, just think about the things that you put yourself in that scene. Think about all the yeah. things that you've just been doing, and that's why you forgot the milk. Like, take yeah. a chill. Yeah, okay. yeah, and well. it's absolutely what happening. It's happening with our brain. I don't know what, why we are remembering just the, the bad, the like, oh my yeah. gosh, the milk, the milk, the milk, like, and yeah, and and no, 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 it's just milk. So it's interesting because that's what I'm doing with a lot of uh, of ladies when like in life with my friend. Anyway, it's so interesting actually because with my friend, with, with my um, other lady I'm writing with, with everyone, I'm like, so what? Like, seriously, mm -hmm. let's think about 
for one second, like two minutes, you know what, two minutes, let's sit and, and just, uh, you know, think about that and tell me what, what's going And after two minutes, they say, oh my gosh, yeah, it's okay, thank you, you know, but the <laughs> sense of, really, of freedom from yeah. that, because we're just putting on ourselves more and more and more and covering our true diamond inside, we're just covering it and yeah, no. No, so I'm trying my best not to do it. And to tell the truth, sometimes I'm like, I'm doing it. And my husband like, no, you don't need to do that. Seriously, I don't know why we feel so bad to be happy and to yeah. be, it's so weird, yeah. you know. Do you think that's a woman thing rather than a man thing? Or do you think we both, both do it? Uh, uh, what I think is mostly women. I think but not just women I saw a lot of men doing it too but yeah. maybe I didn't uh, actually dig into uh, I had I had one man once you know what when I think about that and he was telling me about his kids and about this and uh, being a dad and being this and being and I talked with him for two hours and he, he, he was like wow and I told, totally do what I'm just telling you, but, you know, I told him just, you know, we forget it. We forget we were kids not long time ago, you know, mm -hmm. and we also forget our parents were kids not long time ago. Yeah. And when yeah. I, when I wrote my book, I was writing about me and my mom and I was dealing with my daughter. <laughs> My oldest daughter, she was the same age as what I was. She was 17 or 18. She the same age I was writing on myself in my book. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like a mirror, a mirror, mirror everywhere. And my book. And I'm like, oh my God. And I just understood about my mom being a child with another mom you know, with her own mom yeah. and going through so much. Guys, we are taking that to more generation. We are taking that to more and more. And my daughter, I understand. I was like, you know what? I will tell you a secret. No, it's not a secret. My husband, Sharon, told me. He said, I need to call him. Seriously, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he teach me everything. He said, are you looking at your daughter? You know, she's going to do what you did. She's going to run away. Yeah. And she's going to run and you don't want that. And it was like that to lose my daughter. And she actually left and but she came back from for him. And I like, I changed, I cut that cycle that was yeah. going through generation to generation to generation. And I'm so happy I did that. But since that moment, I was like, I didn't do all that for nothing, you know? And so I'm I'm like, I need to do it again for more situation in my life because that on my body, in my soul and on my on myself, it's it was so, so hard. But actually I was giving that to my yeah. my child my daughters and my daughter will take that 
to more generation and why why should why and so I I like no we're cutting that so I'm cleaning again and again and then I can write more book about helping people actually really helping people to to do it can you can you explain in a little bit more detail because I know people are gonna think how did she do it how did you cut that generational loop how did you do it what did you have to do um i i needed to understand to remember it's it's again it's the same it's the same i'm i'm sorry i'm saying all the same again and again but i i needed to remember myself inside to close my eyes and remember uh, what I felt and I know some people say you are crazy why are you going there I'm like because I need to heal yes. I need to to heal that for my daughter for me for my granddaughters for whatever generation and I felt what I felt when I was 17 18 and I was so scared and I was so sad and I was so crying for help and people said oh she's like this oh she's like that no people i was scared and my daughter when she started yelling i was like my mom stop yelling be be like this be like that do this do that and i'm like and she said but you don't understand it's not about you it's about me and i say how can you talk like that to me i'm your mom and it was going so bad and it was going and going and going and one day she said i hate you and i'm like oh my gosh and i was like really i'm i said to my husband i just it's all her or me like you pick one i, I don't like it was so bad so bad so bad so bad and it it reminded me of my of myself and i was like she's so much in pain she's so much need me right now she's so much i need to stop to put my ego in my trash to yeah. put my ego somewhere else and just look at my daughter as someone scared afraid and no one see me when i, I no, no one saw me when i was 17 18 until i get to my uh, problem and and i need to see her now because i don't know if she disappeared what 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 i what i get to there you know and and yeah and i don't know really i don't know really uh it's a process of to forgive each other because we had to do a process of self-forgiveness and to build trust again between us and it took a long time and it wasn't easy I say more than once, I'm sorry. And she say more than once, I'm sorry. We put our ego in the side and we try to really see each other, like we say in the beginning of our conversation. And I think we have a big problem in our society to see people, like really really to see the person in front of us. And one of the things I know to do, and I'm really proud of, and my husband tell me that when I'm, a little bit mad of my daughter because yeah i'm still mad sometimes you know yeah. <laughs> i'm like ah, i'm going to kill her and so my husband say do you remember and I'm like what and say, you see people you see the you see inside people. yeah look at inside of her what's going on not outside 
inside. And I'm trying to teach her to look inside of herself. And I can tell you in my second daughter, you can see the difference, the difference between what I did with the first one and what I did with the second is like totally different. And Shani, she's stronger and more like, yeah, like ready to go. And I don't say it's not, it's always easy, right? But I have one really, really broken inside and I'm trying to, you know, glue the pieces and I have one like strong going through some stuff, but it's like, Two is black and white, seriously. And so it's super hard for me to to see. And I'm like always, oh my gosh. And you know what? I think if I can help at least one person to cut that and do something different, yeah. it would be great. So people need to know that it's not just a cut. It's a process and it takes a time and you have to, you know. Yeah yeah it's really long yeah it's really long and i think that's why i always say go talk to someone go a go to uh look for help and whatever you need do don't be ashamed i i went to uh get help for my abusive uh husband in his back in israel i was in yeah i was in a group for uh women and and it really saved my life. So yeah, just look. Now I have my husband, Sharon, and he's amazing. But if I need help from a therapist or whatever, really, no matter what, you know what? We I anything. Just yeah. So yeah. it's not easy, but it's good. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? It's I've really got a, I've got a little three-year-old and he's been watching this program called hmm. Gabby's Dollhouse, which is quite funny. Um, but they have got some incredible things in there. And one of the things that I love and I'm taking and I'm holding it on for him and anyone else is one of the characters always gets frustrated and is like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And she, Gabby always says, you can't do it yet. And yeah. yet is such, there's so much power behind it because it makes them think, yeah, there is, I can do this, may not be right this moment, but let's keep trying. And I say it yeah. to my son when he's getting frustrated, yet, and he's like, oh, yeah. And it keeps Yeah, and you know what? Also, I learned lo- uh, not long time ago is stop saying I should. Mm-hmm. Like, no more should. Yeah. Because when I say should, I know something is wrong. Like something is... I should. Why should I shoot myself? You know, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't shoot. So uh, I have a lot of words like that. You know, uh, I think uh, there's a lot of, um, like people say, uh, talk to yourself with more kindness. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. I, I agree with that. I'm like, yeah, you should do that. You should. But then I say, oh, shoot. I say should. And I'm like, <laughs> so for me for me it's more deeper uh work yeah. you know it's not i i don't say it's bad to uh be careful what you say to yourself or you say to other people but i think we need more of a deep 
a deeper and then after a while after a few years it can be uh more like uh easy or fun or light stuff going on yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Hmm. i like that i think i will get rid of should too <laughs> yeah. um you should you should yeah i should <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i should so if anyone is looking to work with you and get in touch with you what what sort of things do you have on offer what sort of programs do you have i have uh one of uh an amazing amazing program called guided autobiography and uh it's really amazing because we are actually meeting once a week for two hour to our two hour and a half on on zoom and we are actually doing a creative writing prompt to remember our memories our memoir and yeah our memories and uh to write a memoir because it's actually memoir. When you take memories, put in in the book, it's memoir. Yeah. So, and we are trying to rem to do exercise to remember, mm -hmm. and it's really interesting how it works because we don't remember all the time. Uh, we are doing um, a lot of uh, fun stuff. Actually, we are drawing, we are touching, we are smelling, we are doing a lot of uh, amazing stuff. And then uh, we are reading uh, what uh, our story about a topic I give um, uh, every week. And they need to read actually to the group every week, two page about one topic, but it's always, uh, you know, super, super uh, life stuff like love and health and death and all, all kind of stuff from life. And it's really, it's an eight-week program because I really believe in a long-term process, a deeper process. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing to, to see the changes from day one, week one to uh, week eight. So, yeah, so it's amazing. So it's called, it's called Guided Autobiography. Okay. Yeah, this is one of them. Awesome. Um, yeah. And we'll put all the details on the show notes for everyone and i understand you also got a lovely freebie for our audience yeah yeah that. i have yeah i have uh i created a freebie for self-forgiveness when i tried to give you a little bit of of try to start the process of self-forgiveness nice Wow. Yeah. Everyone should jump on board and get that. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Going to be amazing. Um, and the last little bit is the fun questions for you. So I got four questions. Um, lighthearted. The first question. If authenticity was a color, what color would it be and why? Uh it will be red because uh for me red is like uh i'm a french woman for me it's love and heart and and i'm with a really lovely relationship with my intuition so <laughs> love it beautiful if you could be an animal to express your true self which oh animal would you choose and how does it represent you 
<laughs> uh, I will be an egg eagle, like the bird. Yeah, egg eagle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's strong and it's free. Mm. It's flying all. I have a tattoo here of an eagle. Oh, nice. I'm all, yeah. Oh, I have a butterfly. I'm like, I'm free. <laughs> yes, they definitely are a free bird. Um, if you had a magic wand and everyone in the world had to follow one ruling you create, what would it be? Write a book. <laughs> of course. Of course it would be. Is it a memoir? I wish. Sadly, I wish I can do that. So I, oh, my goodness. Like, write a book, people. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And especially the way that you've expressed and shown us how to go into the scene and check it all out. It makes complete sense. Oh, you can, tr yeah, you can do it for everything in your life, mm -hmm. like totally everything. Yeah. And what last words do you have for the listeners? Some advice, a download, or something that you feel is super important for the authentic for you journey? For the authentically journey, you need to forgive yourself first, love yourself first, respect yourself first. Great last words. Absolutely. Yes. So powerful. Thank you. So thank powerful. you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you I'm so really much. I'm really glad. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for all the juiciness from this episode. I'm sure everyone's taken away a whole lot and we really appreciate you and we see you thank you yeah thank you thank you so much thank you awesome. and to the listeners thank you so much for being here and we will see you next week have a lovely day thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of authentically you podcast we hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights. If you'd like to stay connected with us, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Kirsty Impact Coach or Become Authentically You on the Facebook group. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback and ideas for future episodes feel free to drop us a message or leave a review. Your input means the world to us as we continue to grow and improve. Remember, living authentically is a journey and we're so glad and grateful to have you with us on this path of self-discovery and personal growth. Until next time, always remember to be true to yourself, embrace your uniqueness and live life unapologetically because you are truly remarkable just the way you are. This is Kirsty signing off on the Authentically You podcast. Take care and keep shining bright.